Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. So, do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze all your online marketing campaigns. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com income now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com income. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Hello, I'm Jesse McNally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Musicals of Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. And we're doing something a little little interesting today. What are we doing, Jess? Andrew, do you know the best way to get someone into a Broadway theater without, without like, you know, shilling to the, to the internets like, like we do? I mean, you could give them enough money to buy a ticket, so like a couple hundred dollars. No, that's ridiculous. No, we gotta spend the money that we would we would use to lower our ticket prices on commercials. Ah, that's a great idea. Yes, um, there is a br- <laughs> brand new world, a brave new world, in fact, of Broadway commercials, and. Honestly, a lot of them are not representative of what the show is. It's some of the more wackiest pieces of marketing material. Um, presented by the same company. Almost all Broadway commercials are done by the same company. I mean, and, there's not enough Broadway shows to really have that many commercial companies doing it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, but marketing is a difficult thing, and it's it, every show has to kind of be marketed a little different than the other. Like, you wouldn't market Sweeney Todd the same way you would market Hairspray, for example. I mean, you could. Might not be a good idea. You could. Not true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> so, that's what we're looking at today, Andrew. And we're going to cover things that you know about, things you don't know about. At First and foremost, we're going to start with Evita. Um, I think this is like a good good representation of a Broadway commercial. And this was on every hour on the hour in New York. Like, it became like a cult classic in and of itself where people could recite it along with it because it played so often. Right. And so let's dive into it. Let's see how it, how it holds up. Let's live a vita loca. Not much to ask for. The truth is, I never left you. Them teeth and plants. 
That's right, Evita. Stamp your feet and clap your hands. You've got a lot to celebrate. <laughs> Seven stars, including best musical. For Evita, Argentina's instant queen and overnight saint. And only a few seem to notice she simply seduced a country. Stand back! Buenos Aires! Because you want to know what you're going to get in me. Just a little touch. Just a little touch of... Just a little touch. Just a quality. This look... All right. I mean, it doesn't misrepresent anything, I don't think. No, it does not. Which is a good a good thing in a commercial. Yes. Um. It's also... I wanted to start with an easy one, a, like a really, real down-to-earth one, like one that is a good representation. Because that is a strange show to try to promote, Evita, because it's so politically based. Oh, no. <laughs> now you can see my face. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! All right. Um, those beautiful baby blues. What did you think of that commercial? I thought it was pretty accurate to the show. Uh, I feel like they could have had a bit more intrigue as to, like, you know, what it's going to be about. They kind of show the big number in the commercial, which makes sense in a way, but it's also like a comedy show telling all the jokes in the commercial, you know. Well, it makes uh, it look know. like more dancey show, to be honest. Yeah. It makes it look... Less like a political drama and more like, come on, guys, stamp your feet and clap your hands like a Vita. Yeah, but they show the amount of awards it won, so I'm sure it got plenty of people in the seats. Exactly. Well, how it worked was, I'm going to go into history mode. Evita was prestigious and well-received, but it was not getting the the people coming in the seats. So they like made that commercial to try to like get as many asses in the seat and played it as much as they could until eventually they started selling out and it became a bona fide hit. That commercial <laughs> saved it. So now I'm going to go uh, back into the past to a Sondheim musical. So Sweeney Todd is next. And how All would right. you market that? Like, how, what, what would you focus on with Sweeney Todd? It's a tough one to market, I'd say. It is. I would probably focus on, like, the horror element of it, because that's kind of what sets it apart from a lot of other shows. Um, maybe do some of the, uh, like, opening number and maybe some of, like, the part where he sings about uh, wanting everyone to die. Um, you can't put that on TV, Andrew. No, and people want to have their bluesicles taken away at a musical, Andrew. You've told me that many times before. I have told you that, but you know, if your show isn't designed to do that, you may not want to market it that way. <laughs> well, let's take a look at how they did it. This is Sweeney Todd. This is just going to be a goof, isn't it? Are you? Street, the new Stephen Sondheim Harold Prince musical thriller starring Angela Lansbury <laughs> and Glenn Perry. What happened then? Well, that's the play, and he wouldn't want us to give it away. Not sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That wasn't no, bad. No, that's very representative, but also they kind of focus on the goofy side of Sweeney Todd, like the comedic side. It's, more not, like than that any... side, it's not that that side doesn't exist, though. I mean, that is part no. of the show. Um, 100%. But they that do make be it what more I'd... goofy than it probably is. <laughs> but I appreciate the fact that they don't hide the murder either. Like, the murder's there. Yeah. They almost make it seem like it's going to be a horror comedy, which... It I... is. In a I don't way, know if it's 
fully is. It is, but it's not like... I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not a bad advertisement, though. I'm sure that got people to watch it. Okay. Now we're going to go into some actually wacky advertising. Like, those two were like, okay, that's what I expect. That, that's about normal. Here's the fucking wacky one. And it's for Carrie the Musical, which is hard enough to promote because that was such a huge it's flop. Not even, not even like a good one. So it's like, how do you promote it? But... I wouldn't have gone with the route that they went with. So let's say no more. Let the commercial talk for itself, guys. All right. I, I don't even know where this is going. Let's see. Ooh. Um, remember in Scrooge when they had like that commercial that was too scary and scared a woman to death? <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's that commercial because n- one that does not make me want to see that show. It doesn't. That's that's not even a song in the show. Like, there's no. Is that? No, there's nothing. Like, that's not even the actress that played Carrie in the, in the Broadway yeah, show. I'm trying to, I was trying to remember, like, is there, like, an atmospheric number where there's, like, people whispering Carrie? I don't remember that happening. No, it's a musical <laughs> in the same vein as, like, a fame or a fucking Les Mis. That is not representative. And who approved that as, like, oh, that's what we're going to do. That's that's the way we market this one. Honestly, Carrie, they could have marketed as more of an upbeat show. Honestly. I mean, just have the song Carrie. There's a song called Carrie. It's like, Carrie, da-da-da-da-da-da, Carrie. Like, that's a great way to market this show. Yeah. And if you want to have it show off that it's like, hey, it's a bit darker, you can, you know. It, show I mean, the destruction. Car- you had the crazy laser lights. That's what you should promote it on. It's Carrie as well. Like, this is a known property. People know what Carrie is. Right. Nobody's gonna go see it without knowing what it is. I think that they were that whole advertisement there was just going on name recognition alone. They're just like, "This is Carrie on stage. Okay. It's the movie." S- Stephen King, musical stage, scary. That's all they wanted. Yeah, and literally all they did was just—it's like they were trying to do a scene from the movie. And but the movie just... doesn't even have that kind of style. The movie's like a diploma high school Honestly, drama. It... It looks like like a scene from like Alien or something. The way they're like shooting, a good Friday the Thirteenth movie, kind of. Or that looks like the where or the the boiler room from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it's like this isn't Carrie. Carrie's not like a slasher film. No, uh, <laughs> like what are you doing? Carrie's a sympathetic character. And honestly, the fact that I'm even talking about the movie, like, just it shows, like, there's not even a, a music cue or anything. Like, this is a, this is an advertisement for the movie, not the musical. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. Um, bad advertisement. Thumbs down. If I was thumbs, Roger Ebert, thumbs down. No one's gonna pay to see that unless unless they already know Carrie. But if if they already love Carrie the movie, they probably would just go see it if you just showed them a poster. You know? Right. And that's a good poster. I love that design with her, like, bloody tear. I think that's a good, good poster. Yeah, but it's like, you. What, why even have the rest of the ad there? Just show the poster and be like, all right, <laughs> we're done. All right, all right, all right. We got to go on to our next one, Andrew. And this is one of the most iconic Broadway c- c- 
commercials ever, and I think it's hilarious. So okay. it's for a show that we will do sometime in 2021, hopefully with Brent, um, called Grand Hotel. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a romp about people in a hotel and like all the hijinks they get up to. It's a light comedy show with like some great dancing and all that. Michael Jeter was in it. Um, all right. But this was, like, there's almost no footage from the show in this commercial. Instead, they were... A, a running theme? <laughs> I, I, I think we just gotta let the commercial speak for itself, Andrew. All right, let's check it out. The centuries is fabulous, wonderful. I'd like to see the show two more times. <laughs> so much. What could possibly she be that good? She is fantastic. Her movements, her dancing, her voice. Everything about her is terrific. So you didn't love me very much. I love her. I'm going to see it twice more. When? As soon as I could get tickets, she works in this area. Okay. What? And then they show what do they show like a few a few seconds of the actual show after that? No, no, that was a completely separate commercial. Oh, that's a different commercial. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was a different commercial. Okay, so that commercial is literally just like a street interview with somebody who liked the show. Yeah, she was like, "Since Cerise, Cerise is fabulous, the best person in the world. I loved it." And okay. the guy just like kind of sarcastic is like, "So, so you hated it? No, I loved it." Tell us how you really felt. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I think it's actually a good commercial. I think I think I want to see that show now. (laughs) Yeah, it's like wow, she really liked it. Only because like ordinarily that would not work at all, but that woman was was so into it. I I love that commercial because it 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 is the antithesis for technically how you should be promoting a Broadway show, but uh, overall just. Such a charming old woman. Who is she? Where can we find her? I know her husband works in the city. It's, I I liked it. It's good. That's a good ad. I hope. Thumbs up. I hope they. Uh, I hope they do like a uh, a version of the show where they reference that woman. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. They have to revive it and then just play that commercial again. Play at the beginning of the show, like like have an old lady walk on the stage and be like. I absolutely loved it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Honestly, Andrew, she is like, if I ever wanted a guest on this show, it would be her. Yeah. All right, second, Andrew. Second best review of all time after yes. the uh, after the Rainbow Cardigan. <laughs> Rainbow Cardigan is yeah. forever the number one one. Yeah, See our Peter Pan episode. Um, yeah. All right, Andrew, how would you promote the musical Cats? How do you do an ad that represents Cats? Um, you get the bam, 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 bam. I mean, you get that in there, and then you have shots of them dancing. Let's see, Andrew. I feel let's... like that's the only. Like, what else can you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just gonna have to see, my frere, mon frere. Cats. Hey. Family musical in America. Family. Family. The sexiest family musical in America. Look at these asses! My god, they're showing the ending, the climax of the film, the show. Family musical, they said it again. They want kids to see this. And a thousand furries were born. I was close to correct. You were very close. 
instead of showing the dancing though they showed like the least interesting thing they could possibly show from the sh from the entire cast show well <laughs> it was trying to be like okay we got we've got like the big climatic element um the barricade the the helicopter from miss saigon um we've got we got the tire that flies into the sky yeah we've got we got the the, the heavy side layer the it's heavy side layer uh which honestly that's not even really the climax of the show like it kind of is but like i feel like once they sing memory the show's over <laughs> you're not wrong you are not wrong in any way whatsoever <laughs> show the dancing the only reason to watch cats is the dancing let's be real i and memory memory and the dancing yeah so don't, don't and scrimble scrimble shanks. Don't forget scrimble shanks. This is scrimble shanks erasure we got here, Andrew. Oh, that, that's that's because of the dancing though. That's the that is you're the right. Dance. It's part of the dancing. Um, you're right. You can't you can't blow your load on memory because if you play the memory, then they're just gonna be like, oh, I've already heard. Well, it. I saw the show. Yeah, which the movie did that. The movie trailer did that, and that was a and bad. That was a mistake, I think. Yeah, and then the movie flopped. Yeah, if they didn't yeah. play memory, correlation. He will be like, I have to go see memory. But you can yeah. play the little bam, 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 because who gives a fuck about that? <laughs> All right, Andrew. Here's a show for a musical I have not seen, but I have seen this commercial a dozen times. And I know from what I gather, the commercial really has nothing to do with the show. All right. Well, let's see if we can figure out what the show's about from the commercial here. I, I want to hear Andrew's version. It's a reinventing Andrew Guess's musicals. So yeah. let's go. Here we go. Look who just got nominated for seven 1984 Tony Awards. Baby, nominated for the best musical of the year. Baby, nominated for the best book. Baby, nominated for best musical score. Baby, nominated for best choreography. Baby, nominated for best direction of a musical, plus best featured actress and best featured actor in a musical. Call 239-6200 for tickets. Baby, at the Barrymore Theater. All right, uh... <laughs> place your bets, kids. <laughs> Holy shit! What the fuck? Ba is it even? I'm trying to figure out. Is it even actually about a baby, or is baby like someone's name? I don't even know. I don't know, okay. but what? <laughs> like, it feels like I'm watching a Gerber commercial. <laughs> it, you know what it reminds me of is a uh, there's a there's an everything is terrible video where they show a commercial for um. Oh my god! Look who's talking. <laughs> or something like that and that's what yes. I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, so the musical is actually about like three couples each expecting a child. That is the plot of baby. But then the marketing company is like, how the fuck do you market that? And baby! baby! Look who Talk look who won this award, baby. <laughs> I love the comment. There's three comments and only one of them says, "I wonder how many people saw this commercial and thought it was just babies crawling around a stage for 2 hours." Yeah, and it's just like, wow, I really don't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, that is a terrible advertisement for, like, what this show should maybe, is inevitably about. Maybe have them play one of the songs from the show or something? Maybe they did? I couldn't even tell. <laughs> Baby! 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 No. no. All right. I Technically, I probably should have started with this, but I kind of want an ebb and flow, and this is kind of a rough one to start with. This is the first commercial for a Broadway show ever created directed by Bob Fosse for the show Pippin this was like basically what saved the show and made it a hit was this commercial so let's dive Wait, they, into the they never advertised on TV for Broadway before this not really no 
Pippin's not even like that early of a musical, is it? Because there was a lot before this. It's the early 70s. Yeah, but TV was a thing all the way back from when it started, pretty much, right? Well, the thing is, you... It'd be like making a commercial for only a New York audience, if that makes sense. Oh, maybe. Which is kind TV of the not issue. Really get, did TV not really get localized until... Uh, yes. This, okay. So that was mostly it. Okay. So let's take a look at this. Sense. Here's a free minute from Pippin, Broadway's musical comedy sensation directed by Bob Fosse. We're calling it a sensation in the ad. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, just say it. Like, um, my favorite is the Rent movie commercial where it's like the musical that defined a generation. If you just say it, it's true. It's honestly, this is like abstract art right here. It worked though, is the thing. Ben well, Vereen I mean, is a great dancer, and Bob Fosse knows how to shoot dancing. The thing that makes it kind of, like, bizarre, though, is that there's no context to this. Like, nope! Nothing. It's just... This is just a minute of dancing. A minute no of context. Pippin, Andrew, as... 119 minutes of Pippin, live, at the Imperial Theater, without commercial interruption. I mean, I, it worked. <laughs> if it worked, it worked. I'm going to say that would not work now. Uh, but back then, I, it probably was a novelty. I mean, you get to see a full minute of dancing. Uh, and you're like, wow, I wonder what this is all about. I want to see more dancing. I guess. like, And it's like Bob Fosse has slowly become a name. And so just hearing that, I was like, huh, huh, huh. Yeah, so it's like. I could see it working back then. I think now if, if somebody was like, oh, here, here, watch a full minute of this show, and it was just a full minute of dancing, like, people would just be like, what? Advertising has evolved so much at this point. That it's... Well, it's become an art in and of itself at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can't just air a minute of dancing and expect people to go watch it. <laughs> no, uh, but it kind of is crazy. Um all right, Andrew, here's one that I, I'm going to show you off. Um, and this is for an off-Broadway show. This is for the original run of Little Shop of Horrors. And okay. I think this is one of the best representations of what the show is. I think this is a great, great commercial. we got to throw That's a couple it. good ones in there. We've gotten some good ones. Yeah, but we got to have a great one. Before in the history of the American stage, have you seen such high drama? You don't need nice toys when you live on Skid Row, Mr. Bushnick. Suspense. <laughs> red dots all over the floor. And romance. It's bone chilling. It's spine tingling. It's a musical. It's a nifty laugh right entertaining as it is exotic. Little shop of horrors. Don't shop around. Go see it at the Westwood Playhouse. Great, great commercial. Represents everything that happens to the show in the best ways. No, that's actually it was good. I love the um the way they advertised it as like a almost like a B movie because that's what it's based on. Yes, like, and it suits the style of the show perfectly. Yeah. No, it's great. And then and then when they cut to the title, they actually sing the song where they sing the title. Good, perfect. Uh, great, great, perfect commercial. I uh, advertise all your shows like that. Yes. Um. Here's another one. Um. For a musical. Um. I have not seen it, nor do I intend to make us see it. But fuck, this is a wacky commercial. <laughs> all right. 
I'm not going to tell you what it's for. Um, I'm sure as soon as you see the title, you'll know, though. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh. Attention, Pokemon fans. <laughs> for Pokemon Live. <laughs> Now you can be there as all your favorite characters come to life in this on-stage musical adventure. It's the do they do the Pokemon rap? New Pokemon with I'm sure they do. You can meet Brock, Misty, Ash, and of course Pikachu as the action hits the stage at the Fox Theater. Wanna catch them all? Gotta catch it live. Pokemon Live. Andrew, did you notice the cameo from an old friend of ours in that? I didn't. Can we go back and see it? Oh, I will pull it up. Don't you don't you worry, my brother. Um It's Wizard! Oh. <laughs> oh you're fucking right. It's oh. Wizard! And his very first equity job. Wow. Man, and now he's in prom for Netflix. Like, yeah, he's come how... a long way. He's come a long way, the Wizard the White. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that, that's mostly the meme I wanted to talk about there. That's fine. I'm a little curious, like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's apparently, like, Musical Hell does a very, very good retrospective of what happened in that show. It's very canon important, because you find out, like, Ash's father was, like, the bad guy, and, like, Professor Oak is, like, in love with Ash's mom. Like, there's a lot of important yeah. stuff that comes across there. But that isn't in the actual canon? That's only in the musical? Yes. <laughs> so the musical is like the official version of Pokemon. That's amazing. It yeah, looks it's... like a, it looks like a shitty stage show that you would watch at like uh, uh, Six Flags. Universal Studios. <laughs> Universal Studios. Chishing. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> that's that's from Cat in the Hat. I know I know what you're talking about. Good good. I'm glad my reference landed. <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> I understood and, that reference. Andrew, <laughs> can you imagine Broadway being contacted to help support an important cause in the U.S. citizens. I now, can't imagine it. Can't, oh, shit. I, I can't. You know where this I is can't. going, then. You, you know where this is going. Do they do a song? No. No, 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 no. Like, a full Broadway show. It's like, Broadway show. Help us teach the children of today not to do terrible things. This isn't going to go well, is it? All right, Andrew, here is an anti-smoking PSA featuring a oh, very no. famous Broadway show. Someone is smoking over there. <laughs> cats would never do. Filling their lungs with thick, dark hair. What a disgusting thing to do. Cats have nine lives with eight to spare. Humans have one. With none to barter. Why do they smoke? Why don't they care? Humans are smart, but cats are smarter. Listen to cats, you men and women. Take care of your lungs. They're only human. The American Lung Association, the Christmas Seal people. Who thought that was a good idea? No one cares about cats. <laughs> that, that got made, Andrew. Children don't watch cats. I'm sorry. Like, well, Andrew, Andrew, you say that. You say that. But two years before, they did another one. And let's dive into that one. An accident! An accident! An accident! The humans had an accident! There was a child in the car. A child? A child? A child? 
Cats have nine lives, children only one. Help them live that life. Buckle them into a car seat. No one wants a child to become a memory. memory just cuts in <laughs> they use the same line too. the whole like cats have nine lives you only have one and they write a different they wrote like new songs for that almost too the thing is Early i don't remember nine. any of those words from t.s Eliot's poetry so <laughs> where do i find that section no he's got like in the back of the book you have to like rip it open but he has got he's got a psa section in there um uh. <laughs> that was awful <laughs> Which was worse, the smoking one or the one where a child literally gets hit by a car because, or dies in a car accident because uh, they didn't strap him in right? I was expecting right. the smoking one. I was not expecting the car accident one. So <laughs> That's amazing. The car accident one, like, literally just breaking out memory, like, as if that has any place in this advertisement about a child being murdered. Like, you God. don't want that child to become a memory. That is not some backwards operating thing to try to get memory involved. It is. Absolutely is. And it's honestly a little, it's a little fucky. It's a little weird. <laughs> Agreed. Don't let your child be a memory. Don't let your child be a memory. All right, Andrew, here's just a normal Minute Maid commercial. Like, nothing nothing I would ever trick you into thinking. This is just a Minute Maid commercial um, involving a Broadway character. So let, let, let's say no more and just dive in, all right? I swear to fucking God, if Cats shows up in this, I'm going to... Oh, it's not Cats. I can promise you it's not Cats. <laughs> okay. Okay? Okay. Okay, you're going to be fine. Can I have some more Minute Maid, <laughs> what? Tell us, Annie, what's it going to be like when we get adopted? When we get adopted. Best of everything. Lots of love, lots of kisses, and lots of Minute Maid orange juice. There's nothing like the delicious, fresh-squeezed taste of Minute Maid 100% pure There's a lot to talk about I here. Hate Annie. My God. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> so Jeff Bezos adopted you, Annie. Is Jeff Bezos? Is there like fifty other Jeff Bezos clones coming out here to adopt all your orphan friends? It's not no. gonna happen to them. It's probably just gonna be some poor family trying their best. If it happened to me. It will happen to you too. Just like it happened to me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Annie is not, like, an uplifting story. It's just a story of a rich dude getting everything he wants and then... Including a that, child. Yeah, one of the things he wants is a child. And Annie doesn't even have, like, any agency in the story because what if she can't decide for uh, Daddy Warbucks if she wants to get adopted. And now she's going around and she's so optimistic that she tells all of her other orphan friends that they're going to be billionaires, too. Even though, no, they're not. No, they're not. No. Of course they're not. <laughs> You're never getting the Minute Maid orange juice. I'm sorry. The Minute Maid orange juice is owned by Daddy Warbucks, and you're not getting any piece of that. No, you're not getting any bit of our Daddy Warbucks Minute Maid orange juice money. <laughs> oh, God. And the fact, when it's in a commercial like that, it's even more, like, offensive. It's just, like... It's like, really? You're going to do this? You're going to say, like, oh, all these orphans are going to be like Annie because Annie gets to drink orange juice? 
<laughs> it helps keep her ginger skin fair. The orange from the orange juice goes right to her hair and uh <laughs> Demon Child. Demon Child, Andrew. Demon Child. Alright, let's move on. When you think Passion the musical, what are the things that pop into your head when because you've seen Passion. We did a whole episode on it. It was 101. Good episode. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about when you think of Passion? How the fuck do you advertise this? Yes. <laughs> I don't think that's an easy one to do. <laughs> no, it is not. But how would you do it? What would you focus on? Oh, God. Probably just pick a big number and just kind of roll it. Keep it at a 30 and, and talk about who wrote it. I mean, I don't... <laughs> yeah, just focus on the Sondheim of it all would be the really, thing. Really focus on Sondheim because I don't think there's much else you can like... Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a 30-second little blip that you could do that would be good from that, and I really don't think there is. Andrew, every choice made in this commercial is kind of the wrong one. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's go into it. Oh, boy. There's a fine line between desire and obsession, between fascination and desperation. Passion, the Tony winner for best music. Ecstatic. Why does it look like that? Would Clara give her life for you? I would. Happily. Love draws the line. God, you are so beautiful. Passion crosses it. Now you will see what is beautiful in me. Passion, the Tony winning best musical. Call Telecharge now. Okay. Talk about who wrote it. Yeah, they don't bring up Sondheim at all, which was kind of weird. Pretty of a mistake. I mean, people know that name. They probably trust that more than not mentioning it. Yeah, I agree. Um, on top of that, they they're like, "Oh, this show will give you a boner. This is a hot, hot show." It, it's like a. It's like they're trying to make it seem like it's like an erotic, like crime romance kind of thing. Like, yeah, what's that film with <laughs> what's her name? Um, where he cheats on his wife and then. You know that one. You know the one. I, I, I can't remember which one, but I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, they're trying to make it seem like it's like a like a crime romance, and they don't talk about anything. I don't even think you can you can kind of get the time period from it because of the guns used, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> All right, we got another wacky one. Um, so there's this musical nine. Um about a film director and his nine relationships. Okay. And you got famous people. You got Anita Morris. You got Raul Julia from, like, The Addams Family and Mortal Kombat in this film or in this show. Okay. So let's see how they market this show. Um, it's the wrong way, but let's go. Nine, 1982 Tony Award winner, Best Musical, presents Anita Morris. I well, have to sacked sit so in far. this position because my costume has been censored from television. In fact, my whole number in nine was censored from television. So if you want to see what I do, and I do it very well by television. I feel really bad for this woman. You'll have to come to the 46th Street Theater to see the musical Nine. I'll be waiting. For tickets, call Charge It. I feel a little gross. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, am I going? Am I watching a porno? Is am I gonna walk in there and they're screening like, it's just an orgy on stage and everyone's jerking off in trench coats in the audience? <laughs> like, what am I gonna watch here? Um, 
it's literally just a by the numbers musical, Andrew. Yeah. I don't think that's how you should advertise anything unless it actually is a porn. Yeah, if you're like going to the Moulin Rouge, like maybe. But uh assuming assuming that that is not a porn, which it doesn't seem like it is. Uh No, it does not seem like it I, is. Honestly, at all. I feel bad for the actress there. I mean, the way she had to talk and everything is very clearly they're sexualizing the shit out of her mm-hmm. for the commercial. And it's not the character she's playing. It's it's literally the actress. Yeah, herself. I am Anita Morris, but I my nips are too hard right now. <laughs> yeah, like literally, it's it's not the it's not like she's not playing a sexy character. She is playing herself, and she's basically saying like, "I'm super sexy. Come see the show. Come see me. My I'm gonna make you make you hard or wet, whichever comes first. It's a right. it's a no for me, Doug. I don't like it. Uh, bad ad. <laughs> all right we got one more good one and one more cringe one and then we're done all right, all right andrew this is this is a very good one for a sondheim musical into the woods i think this is a great ad that sums up everything both the positive and negative of into the woods so let's go into okay it. once upon a time a new musical popped up on broadway and grew into a giant hit into the woods, <laughs> to go to get your wish be careful though into the woods you never know what's lurking on the journey into the woods and down the dell where wolves and ghosts and witches dwell into the woods to lift the spell to find the foot that fits the slipper to chase the cow to fetch the cake to steal the hair to, to go, go to the festival into the woods into the woods into the woods and out of the woods and help me call 246-0102 yeah yeah that's a great commercial right i mean to be fair to a lot of the other ads they uh this show has like a song in it that basically just describes the plot of the show yes exactly so in a very short period of time and it's pretty much perfect so they sped it up a little bit and visually i think just the visuals like yeah it's gonna be an upbeat comedy show but there's gonna be an underlying darkness to it all yeah no it, it does a good job and like it doesn't get into like the meat of the show, but it's an advertisement, so it should. Yeah, you got thirty uh, but... seconds. It's more than just showing like Pippin. It <laughs> this at least... is a free minute of Pippin. It at least tells you what the show is going to generally be about, which is yes. something an advertisement should do. Exactly, I'm with you. All right, Andrew, last one, um, and this is for one we haven't seen yet, but fudge, it's wacky. All right, all right, let's go into it. Oh. Two, one, go! The race is on. Oh, finally, Transformers the uh, musical. Starlight Express, the record-breaking Broadway musical. Call two four six zero one zero two. What record did it break? The American Express. The most injuries. <laughs> one, most roller skates on stage and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine the musical it looks like Transformers and the song sounds like Transformers in the background like you could have they could have done it at any time Transformers robots and the skies robots <laughs> with rollerblades so uh, is it like a, der- a roller derby or they're, they're just trains they're just talking they are about literal human trains okay alright Andrew that is all we have. Um, but it's strange, the world of Broadway commercials, wouldn't you say? Um, it's about as strange as the world of Broadway. But 
condensed into 30 second little bits. <laughs> which do you think was the best commercial and which do you think was the worst? I think the Little Shop of Horrors was very good and probably the best one. Uh, although Into the Woods was also very good. Um, and the worst one, oh boy, Carrie. Carrie was... Doesn't <laughs> that even, one is really bad. That one's really bad. That one doesn't even, like, it doesn't even tell... Un- unless you already know what Carrie is about from the movie, you, it doesn't tell you anything. It tells you literally nothing. In fact, it maybe misinforms you about what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a fair that's a fair reason um i think my best is also going to be little shop and into the woods tide i think those are two very very good commercials i think my worst is actually going to be the cat's anti-smoking okay i i mean i thought you were asking specifically about like which the ones advertising the show Right. The the anti-smoking ad and the uh, those ones are both her. Actually, I want to alter my best. The best commercial is the Grand Hotel ad with the lady. Sid Charisse <laughs> is... She's incredible! <laughs> I don't know if I can give that the best ad, but it's definitely the funniest. That one it's is... the most memorable. I'm never going to forget that lady. Yeah, I don't know if it really, like, sells me on the show as much as it sells it me kinda on that It kind of does, lady. though. It sells me on that lady, for sure. <laughs> I want to see her reviews for all the shows that season. Honestly, it's probably the same review for every show, but still. <laughs> My husband, he lives in the city. He's going to get immediately. I'm going to come back as soon as I can. <laughs> so that's all we have today, kids. Um, But if you've got more interesting, wacky Broadway commercials, please send them our way. We'd love to talk about these some more. I, we'll check out some more. We got some commercials to look at. I'd love to. This, we have we've watched so many shows, so I'd love to see some more commercials for some of the ones we've watched too. The thing is, not every show gets a commercial. Well, <laughs> it, of it all depends on who is producing and how much money they have, and it, not, a lot of them are just decently representing the show, which is sometimes not as fun. It's like, oh yeah, next to normal, it won the Pulitzer. People are sad. Yeah, baby, baby. And the thing is, I don't think it won anything. It was like, nominated for this, baby. Nominated for that, baby. And nominated for this, baby. It didn't win because no one likes babies. Yeah, no, like, yeah, I agree. I agree. But thank you guys (laughs) for tuning in with us. This was a lot of fun diving into memory lane. Um, We'll see you next time, guys, on Musicals with Cheese. And remember... No smoking while driving. Don't smoke while driving. Don't give your kids cigarettes while driving. (laughs) Remember, cats have nine lives, and you only have one. We don't want them to become a memory. Memory. (laughs) See you, guys. See ya. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together 
we rise.